Previously on Myth Takes. I know that we're handling this one a little differently than usual, but uh, if I can be honest, this one's kind of a personal favor for me. Well, okay, across the United States, there's quite a few places that aren't exactly safe for hunters, or at least not for Buck or me, and that's one of the reasons that he and I can't go there. Just sort of be careful. There are definitely going to be some monsters that are not fans of you, more so than not being fans of any other human. I'm not sure how else to say that other than keep your head on a swivel because things in that area are a little dangerous for you. And so near the kind of like back corner of the Mama Javas, you see a, uh, a woman. Um, are you the ones who work for Hank now? Yeah. Who's asking? Yeah, we don't like him that much either. Yeah. So Gar- this is Garth, Garth, off. Garth, please just, just let her talk, please. Cool. No, it's fine. I, I sometimes I'm fine with people wanting to talk trash about Hank. Things, um, hmm, things ended very oddly there. Um, well, uh, if you need to know exactly who I am, I, I am Victoria. I used to serve in the same branch as Hank. I was on um, what we call acquisitions alongside Buck and Jeff. I'm being Hank and I'm slightly older and I've made some mistakes in the past, but I'm trying to do better. Hmm. That's what all old people sound like to me. Uh, because I'm because I'm in high school. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Not to cut you off, but Do you know Lucy? I don't, but did you just say Lucy is an angel? Uh, not in the nice way. I mean, like, literal uh, way. She's, yeah, she has uh, big old wings, she and fly? she's abrasive. Oh, my God. He was right? Here I go. Hi, everybody. My name is Jordan Reed, and I am not the person in charge of Myth Takes. That is Colin, but he's asked me to introduce the show. So hi, welcome to the second episode of the fourth arc of Myth Takes. Um, Let's go around roll call style and everyone introduce yourself. Say your name, what the heck you're doing here today on the show. Um, And if you have a pet in real life, IRL, let's start with... Uh, let's start with Sam. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Sam. I'm going to play TJ and I have four wonderful pet ratties. That's cute. Excellent. Uh, yeah. how about Stephanie? Boys. Roll call. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, hi, I'm Stephanie. I play Natalie and I have nothing. Okay. Uh, last but not least, our brisket boss baby boy. <laughs> See, you, you've said this now both on Spooky Spouses and on Myth Takes, and like it just makes me hungry. Like I want brisket so yeah. bad. 
Oh, um, I hear you, dude. I'm Colin Parker, and I am the current keeper of this arc, arc number four, which I think I actually never stated what it's called in the last one. So uh, welcome to Claws and Effect. Uh, and uh, I am the keeper, so I do all the NPCs, um, and I play Hank, and I do the editing, and I occasionally take naps. Um, I... <laughs> don't have a pet either like basically all of my pets quote unquote are like other people's pets that i got to like adopt and as my own um and like my last one was mongo rest in peace forever Mm. you a true gangsta you a true g you a true (laughs) uh everything um my sweet baby boy mongo um but he of course lives on uh in media res on myth takes Mm. um so yeah, so hey Jordan, thanks for introducing everybody. <laughs> sure, I'm probably gonna sure. make everyone here do that at some point because I do feel like maybe people who listen might be tired of hearing from me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, hey, should we just get right into it? Let's do it. Yes. Woo! Here we are. You are sitting in the Mama Java's and um, basically. You know, you've been kind of trying to get some information out of out of Victoria. Victoria is, you know, kind of teetering on the edge of like, I'll give you some information because I'm a little bit bitter about Hank, mm-hmm. but also still being secretive herself because she used to be a part of a secret organization. And so even if she's pissed at Hank, she knows that she was a part of that. So she has to sort of, you know, kind of protect her own secrets and her own life and probably does still feel some sort of sense of duty. Mm-hmm. to what she did or even kind of still does secretly on the side. And the last thing that we heard was TJ kind of revealing that uh, that there was a, an angel in your midst, in within the party, shall we say. And that was sort of shocking to Victoria. And she said he was right, that he was right, that he proved that they are real, that they exist or whatever. And that was news to her. So this is the first time that you've really said anything that was surprising to her, right? Like, obviously she was kind of like, Oh, he didn't tell you anything about this. Okay. Well, but in a way, like it's a, none of that figures, right? That tracks for Hank. Um, (laughs) But this is totally different. This is a, Whoa, you just said something that I didn't think I, any of you would be able to blow my mind. And yet here we are. And so that's sort of where we left off. Um, we are in the Mama Javas, but I will say that the time for getting out into the field is is nigh. It is upon us. Is there anything that anybody would like to say or that they need to address, whether it's questions for Victoria, whether it's about the photos, whether it's infer- like, you know, whatever you need to know, now is kind of like your chance before you have to go out into the field. Yeah, Garth has something. So, Victoria... Did you take these photos, or did the police take these photos? Um, I I did take these these photos. Um, I always sort of get a, you know, essentially a tip that there's a location that I need to get to before they all arrive, and I usually only have five, maybe ten minutes before police arrive. This last one I was well aware of because. Um, well, my, the guy who usually gives me these tips, he was the first responder uh, on the on the most recent kill. So he let me know that he was on his way 
to lock down the crime scene and that he was going to take the long way there. Um, and that's how I got a little extra time to get in there quickly. And this time we discovered it, well, fresh. Uh, this time Garth, was... Garth would like to use a manipulate someone. Okay. Um, and he, I'm going to preface it by this. Uh, well, since we're here for these photos, I guess it makes sense for us to know who's giving you the information. I mean, we, we kind of need to cover all of our bases, and that seems like good information for us to know. Yeah? Well, I suppose... Mm, I don't know. I I probably should keep this one on the down low. I mean, this is this is someone kind of coming to me in, you know, anonymity here. Okay, so my next sentence is going to be influenced by how I do on the roll. Okay. Uh, and I have, um, I have a thing called, uh, what is it called? Uh, see it all fits together. I can use sharp instead of charm when I manipulate someone and I have a three sharp. Okay. Wow. Okay. I'm rolling my E dice. (laughs) Excellent. Okay. I got a 13. Okay. Um, I don't think you have an advanced one, correct? I'm sorry. You you don't have advanced moves. I know none of you would. You're only like level three. No. Um, I, I was like, wait, how far do we level up? And it's like, never mind. There's, there's no way you're in those moves yet. Okay. So, all right. Well, uh, as long as you don't go putting this person on blast. Well, I can, I can say openly that judging by the dynamic that Natalie and I have, and now TJ and Natalie and I have, the only time we'd probably put anybody on blast is on a fun little Fortnite back and forth, uh, Fortnite. so I think you're fine. Okay, right. I feel like that might have been trying to mock me, but um, if you no, need we to just know, cannot it... get enough of that video game. Love it. Sure. Uh, and the blocks. Yeah, there's like blocks. Okay, but sure. go ahead. Who's the? Who's the? Who's the? Who? Who? The the person who kind of informs me on when things are going down, if you will. It is a police officer here in the local police department. His name is Caldwell Walkowicz, and uh, he's been on the force for only three years. He, he's still kind of a, a young blood, if you will, but he's he's a good one. Uh, okay, well, thanks. I suppose I should, I mean, I did tell him that I might be bringing in a couple extra people, so I suppose I will let him know what to look out for. Um, ooh, you know, here's a good question, because I just said this. I told him what to look out for, or rather who to look out for. So, something about myth takes, right, is, you know, basing it out of realism and real life. Um, and I think we all know that this is not a TV show like Doug, where every character would wear the same thing every time. Um, so you have arrived in Maryland, uh, and it's, you know, late fall, which means that it could be... At noon, it could probably be 92 degrees, um, and by 2 p.m., it could be, like, 30. Um, yeah. So, uh, what are what are you all wearing? This is basically what's going That's in the... Show! Yeah, basically. This is the kind of... Uh, we're doing a real quick flashback to the montage work. of everyone figuring out what they're going to wear. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, what's, what's everyone's duds look like on this particular mystery? Um, TJ, you first. Uh, okay, so TJ is wearing uh, a black Adidas uh, trefoil t-shirt with 
uh, yellow skinny sweatpants with the kind of checkered, like that checker stripe down the side of the uh, leg. Okay. And so he, he's just wearing this shirt, no jacket or anything? Nah, nah. Not, <laughs> like he's got a jacket in the, in the van. Oh, okay. He's got like a, like a forest green bomber jacket uh, in the oh, okay. van. Um, but he didn't bring it into the, into the coffee shop. Cause oh, like, okay. sure. It, it was, it was warm when you got out of the car. Sure. That makes sense. It's also, it's also like TJ doesn't need it to go from TJ doesn't need a jacket to go from one climate controlled environment to right. another one. Right. Oh man. I remember being that age. <laughs> okay. Uh, Garth, what are you wearing? No kidding. Garth is wearing, Garth is wearing, um, black jeans, uh, boots that might be a little bit un, <laughs> uh, boots, boots that might be a little bit unnecessarily large or like, uh, winterized for the situation, but he wants to be prepared and a, a fairly big parka with fur around the hood and the hoods and the, the, the hood's been up the entire time. <laughs> sure. Um, that has garnered probably a couple of glances, but you know, people just sort of shrug it off. They're like, eh, whatever. I guess, I guess the weather will change. You know, um, people. So every now and then, people see the parka, like the the hood up, and they quickly pull out their phone. They look at the weather app, and they go, "Huh, okay." <laughs> <laughs> and what about Natalie? So Natalie is wearing um, sort of like a black button-down sort of dress that kind of goes to her knees. Um, it's sort of like a like a tank top dress or whatever. Uh, it's sort of a very 90s style. And she's wearing a white t-shirt underneath it. Always got her choker on. Um, she has a like a black sun hat and sunglasses because, um, well, what do you think about it? Even you know, She's trying to be discreet, but, you know, it also kind of makes her stand out. But all people wear big hats all the time. Right. Um, but, like, you know, she was involved with a police case most recently. So she's trying to, she's slowly like moving all her stuff to the bunker because she can't right. really stay in Salem unless, until she has the time to go back to when she really needs to go back. Mm -hmm. um, and then she want to make sure she's Just when she, whenever to, she has a reason to go back. Yeah, she, I mean, anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she is wearing a black, uh, black like, vans or whatever mm -hmm. she want to make sure that she's able to run if needed and sure. she left a sweater in the car yeah you never know when you're gonna have to skitch a ride or something you know <laughs> um sure okay so you know she's kind of given um kind of like a personal bolo essentially you know to um to her uh to her friend caldwell there and um to yep over to caldwell and all right well um the body obviously is no longer there, but um, you're free to check out either of the locations. Uh, and she, you know, s slips across the table um, a little, you know, slip of paper that has uh, like GPS coordinates for all three of the locations. Um, should you want to use them, um, you know, just as a reminder, you do not have to use them. These are just here in case you need them. I suppose if you really must, you can. Go visit Caldwell and talk to him. Or um, the only other, the only other witness that we have is Bill Mullins. Uh, he lives out on on College Avenue. But um, well, not sure how much good he'll be or 
or his family, they're all pretty, pretty shaken up. Um, and of course, you know, if you do see them, you, you know, didn't get their information from, from me. Are they shaken up because of the nature of the attacks or because they knew one of the people? Um, the most recent one happened, uh, just basically in their backyard, um, not, not, not that far off from the edge of where the woods meets their backyard. How long ago was it? Last night. Oh. Yuck. Last night was the, the evening in which our community does Halloween. Um, we don't really do things on the 31st. We do it on the, the, the Friday, the last Friday, essentially. Um, well, okay. So... If that's the case, then to me, there are two things we need to do now. One, we need to not talk to any of the family members or anything. I think that's two, a good idea. Two, we need to go to that family's house and trespass and find clues. If there's um, one thing I know from watching a lot of a lot of Really um, good movies made um, for made about teen detectives. It's that it's that the police probably missed a few things when they were looking for clues. What was the most recent movie of that variety that uh, TJ watched? Nancy Drew oh. with uh, Emma Roberts. No, 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 no. It was, uh, it, it was, um, it was baseball cap Jackson in the case, in the case of the, the, the phantom click kick flips. <laughs> um, that's perfect. Um, you, you've all been pretty quietly, but you do say that loudly enough for someone at another table to only catch just that title. And he's like, Oh, I love that movie. Um, <laughs> and, uh, uh-huh. He goes back to his group. He's like, "Hey, you know that guy over there talking about the people that we just saw the other night?" And they're like, "Oh, they're, they're you know now they're and back on. Name they're all now just kind of talking Colin about that." Colin Perker. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, so here's here's actually one last question for you, TJ. Did you say all of that like out loud, like to the three of them, and also to Victoria, or did you kind of say that like just for you all? Like, how, you know, like what? Nah, what's the it's. Situation? I mean, it's it was to the table, but I it was trying to be like so none of us no one else could hear obviously because he's trying to talk about like trespassing um sure i think he's cool with victoria knowing it and also i think he's cool with victoria telling him like nah like i've been there this is a bad idea right like i don't think tj cares one way or another really if victoria hears sure um so if that's the case, um, all right, I know I already said this, but just, just to make sure, one last time, this is for everyone. Everyone here now gets one last question or statement if they so choose to make one now. Otherwise, we are leaving uh, the location. So does anyone have anything that they need before they head out? Uh-uh. TJ's um, good. Oh, I got it. Um, Natalie would like to have Victoria's uh, cell phone number. Sure, I think I think she would give that to you. Yes. Um, at least, at I mean, least, at the very least, lot. you. You know, I think and she's. I'm not. It's not like I'm right. going to spam up her. Right. This is just for this. Um, like Natalie makes it really clear. She like she tells her like you know for this particular mission, I think mm-hmm. it'd be very useful and helpful 
um, and smart to have your contact information in case we run into trouble. Um, and I promise that I won't use it unless it is absolutely necessary when we are in total danger here or in another situation. Sure. Um, I, I like you. So I, I'll give you my information so that if you need anything, you can message me. Um, like I said, I'm trying to lie low here, but if things get dire, I suppose you can, I'll, you can reach out. I'll, um, I'll put you in as a different name. That would be perfect. Um, we could, um, we could add you to our, uh, Fortnite if you want. I'm perfectly Garth, all Garth, right. Garth, Garth, Um, yep. you and you're right. Natalie, can you roll plus sharp again for me? Ugh, <laughs> or sorry, actually, this roll, is making roll plus me weird. really, really plus worried. Roll plus weird. Yes. Okay. <sighs> well, I'm glad you said good. plus weird. Not a five. And that's even with your modifiers. Yeah. Okay. Well, then nothing happens. Um, what? <laughs> so uh, you know what? Fine. Fine. I'm not mad. No, I mean, hey, look. Basically, I'm not it's not keep me. Going, keep going. It's fate. It's it's what happened with you. You, you hey, you rolled. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I, <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, I know you're kidding, but it's like, hey, look. At the end of the day, that's not my die. You know what? I should. You know, what? I'm gonna hashtag go, I'm gonna not walk, my die. I'm gonna walk back home and get my die. Yeah. Bye, guys. <laughs> um, actually, that does. Well, we'll talk about it later. Anyway. Um. <laughs> so, all right. So you all head out. So, are you actually? Uh, is the group all? You know. Just uh, what's the word for it? Like, um, in agreement to go with TJ's plan? Yeah, I would like to. Garth, uh, Garth does this uh, outside. So, I like TJ's idea about being sneaky. Uh, Natalie, I feel like you didn't love the idea, but hear me out. If you don't want to, you know, I'm not going to say trespass. Because that's illegal. I'll say, look around. Uh, you <laughs> could go to the front of the house and knock on the door and say that you're a reporter, maybe. Maybe you work for the newspaper. Maybe you, I don't know, you work for BuzzFeed. I work in the library. I'm quiet. That's not, mm, well, mm. well. Well, wait, if, you, if you're quiet. Then maybe you should be on Team Sneak Attack. Look, and then, Team Sneak. Look, Team Look and Sneak. And then guard. <laughs> yeah. Wait, don't you? Why don't if, we uh, talk to if, the police officer? If you guys are on Look and Sneak, I guess it kind of seems Natalie. Everyone really wants to look and sneak. Uh, we 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 look and sneak. You and TJ. I'll be. I I'm great with words. Uh, hold good conversation. <laughs> I'll go, I'll, I'll, I'll be the person from the newspaper or somewhere or BuzzFeed and distract. Yeah, them. do that. Bring, well, tell them, tell them, tell them you're from Fortnite. Tell I'll them, it's, tell TJ, them you're Fortnite. TJ, TJ, stop. No. Well, don't you, do, does no one think we should talk to the police officer that's kind of in on everything? What about this? Natalie, if you're cool with it, you can... Not look and sneak, just in case things go bad. And if TJ and I end up getting brought to the police station, where <laughs> in my plan, you already are uh, talking to uh, our buddy Caldwell, 
Walco, or I, I forget his name. It's a very Walkowicz. long last name. Walkowicz. Okay. If you talk to Walkowitz and I and TJ were at the place looking and sneaking, maybe we do the whole two bird, one stone. I, I just, I don't think that's a good idea I, for us to split up like that. The issue, the issue is that if we go to the cops right now and they tell us no, like they, they they'll know something is going on. That's true. And honestly, I, I, I know this is not going to sound super nice, but I don't really trust you two to go by yourselves. Um, uh, I think so that's fair. I guess I should be there too in case we need some extra force. What about team sneak and look go? Let's do it. And I then like TJ, it. TJ ran away. I was like, wait, we didn't wait. Stop, TJ, come back. I, I'm in the car. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Holy moly, everybody. What a midway cliffhanger. If I remember what we talked about when we recorded the episode, uh, I would say something about what happened, but I don't remember because it was a while ago. Hi, my name is Jordan Reed. This is not Colin Parker, your pod boss, your brisket boy, your meat man, your steak salesman. We decided to switch it up. So I'm doing the ad break this week because I'm feeling dangerous, I'm feeling excited, and I'm feeling a little bit like a bad boy. So here we go. Hey, if you've been liking what you're hearing, why not check out the Scavengers Network Patreon? You can go to patreon.com slash the scavengers network, and you can help support the network and help support each of the shows on it. There's the $2 a month. You can be a scav supporter. That's S-C-A-V supporter, uh, just so there's no confusion. $5 a month, you can be the scav friend. You'll get all the bonus content, just like the $2 a month level. You can get some Spotify playlists, some special videos, and you'll get the first dibs at new merchandise in the store. Which is very nice. For $10 a month, you can be part of the scav crew. You'll get all previous levels of benefits and you'll get a monthly shout out on the shows that you support. And the top tier is $20 a month. You can be a part of the Scav fam. You get first dibs at everything in the store. You get a bigger discount at everything in the store. You'll get all the bonus content, videos, and who knows, maybe in some of the shows, like on Amateur Detective Club, maybe they'll uh, just say that you smell very nice, which I'm sure is true. I'm not sure if there's anyone who listens to any of the shows on the network who does not smell nice. One person who smells very good is Colin Parker. He smells like a mixture of lavender and what's something else that starts with L, lettuce. So kind of a clean basic scent, but then also something floral and nice, like lavender. If you would like to end up as a character on the show, you can tweet at us at MythTakesCast and use the MythTakes hashtag, and yeah, you could end up as a character on the show, which would be super fun. So for example, say your name's Randy, there might be someone in the show named Randy, and that's just the way it works. It's as simple as that. The next episode of this arc, episode number three, will come out on the 4th of July. So 
If you're having a fireworks celebration or if you'd like to do something a little bit quieter than fireworks, say maybe you're just going to, I don't know, make a bunch of ice cubes and then just kind of toss them at the ground because it's a little bit quieter and less disruptive than fireworks. And I would say, no, I am going to say that I feel like all dogs are much less terrified of you throwing ice cubes in your yard. And a lot of dogs might actually appreciate that and think it's a very fun game. But if you're going to have a celebration of sorts, you're grilling meats, just like I know Colin will be grilling, I don't know, probably an impossible amount of meat at his house. Get some speakers and blast the newest episode of Myth Takes, episode number three and arc number four, and just really explore the space. Yeet our episode into the atmosphere on a national holiday. And be sure to stick around after the episode for a fun new promo for a fun new podcast based in D&D called Evenfell, which I'm very excited to hear. And be sure to check out Evenfell on Twitter at Evenfell Podcast. And just in case we don't mention it in this episode, if you'd like to keep in touch or stay connected to the people on this show in this arc right now, you can follow Sam Grezes on Twitter at Sam Grezes. That's S-A-M-G-R-E-S-Z-E-S. You can follow Stephanie at That's a Zebra. And like Stephanie has said before, if she knows you're following her from the show because she has a private account, she'll accept the follow and how fun that will be. You can follow our steak salesman, our pork purveyor, Colin Parker, at Colin M. Parker. Or if you'd like to, you can follow me at JRDN underscore read. Or if you'd like to follow Spooky Spouses, you can as well at Spooky underscore spouses. I think that does it. And if I messed up, I'm sure Colin will fix it because he's attentive and he's good at covering up my mistakes. Well, without further ado, here's something else that happened after the halfway mark that I for sure remember that we did. Coming up now. Goodbye. Okay, so um, so now, you know, we're flash-forwarding a little bit. Um, so you all are kind of uh, not parking directly in front of these people's house, of course, right? You're parking a little bit further down the road where there are, like, no more houses, right? What it, quaint country home. Yeah, it's, it's what's <laughs> nice about this street is that it does sort of dead end um, near the woods, right? Um, and so, you know, you can sort of park on the street and walk... Uh, probably about like two to three minutes, you know, uh, across like a little field here that like part of that field is, you know, to your left is the backyard of the Mullins home. And uh, now you're in the woods. So you're, you know, you're Into probably, the woods. yeah, you're probably maybe, let's say a quarter of a mile away from, from the uh, destination, <laughs> destination, from the, from the location that you are attempting to get to. Just the destination. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> what do you do? Um, I think we should maybe sort of plan out, um, where, who goes where, and maybe have some sort of signal if something goes wrong, so we know to scatter, and we should, should the car be our meeting place? Okay, so, so here, here's how, here is what I think would be 
the the plan that makes at least the most sense to me. Uh, Garth, it, you didn't really get a good look at the photo. Natalie, it looks like you did. So I think it makes sense for you, Natalie, to go to the areas the photos were taken mm. uh, and check that out. I could check for tracks. And then, Garth, if you want to be lookout, uh, we could do it that way. Let's do... I'm, I'm ready to look out. Um, should you be... Garth, I mean this in the nicest way possible. Should yeah. you be wearing your parka if we don't want to bring, you know, any suspicion towards us? Yeah, I guess it's a little bit uh, not parka weather. I have a smaller parka. Uh, oh, there's no hood. Oh, so I guess it's really more so of a jacket. Uh, I can do that. Um, that I'm sounds... I'm worried about if I'm lookout. Do I even need to go to the house and talk to the people, or no? Are we scratching you, that idea? Uh, you can. It might be. That's kind of that's a way to look. I guess to look out. How about this? I go there and I look out by creating a diversion. I'll talk to them about. Whatever, I'll act like I don't know much, but I'll act like I'm taking notes. Well, I will on my watch, but if something happens, I will Fortnite you guys a oh. frowny face emoji, and then you yeah. guys. That's uh, perfect. Then so what we do... split. We meet at the van again. What? Okay. Say for whatever reason, I'm just trying to cover all our bases. Um, TJ and I get caught. What's our cover story? Uh. Dunno. We're goths. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. We're, we're just, we're goths. And we, uh, uh, we're, we, we're in a band and we're, it's, uh, we're the, uh, bo the Bone Boys. We're the Bone Boys and we're looking for inspiration for our new Horror, horror core, uh, best jam. I think that's good. I think that's great. Because At this point, Natalie kids... just walked away. <laughs> She's just walking towards the house. She's like, it's fine. Let's, let's just go. There's, there's nothing. <laughs> towards the, towards the, the, yeah, she just, yeah. she just walks forward. Like, uh, she, so I just want, just want everyone to be clear. Natalie, like she finds the company of both these two gentlemen to be quite fun but is just a little apprehensive at the planning <laughs> aspect, <laughs> especially since TJ's, what, 16, 17? Yeah. And she's yeah. 21. Uh, Garth, how's old Garth again? I thought Garth was in his 30s, isn't he? I believe so. Yes. And yeah, we'll just say Garth and I are the same age. Yeah. Sure. And um, just... <laughs> Even though she knows her brain's not fully developed and Garth's is, she knows that <laughs> she's just a little frightened about <laughs> what could go wrong and how they're going to handle this, especially since they don't have powers like she and Lucy did in that situation right. to sort of bail them out. And, you know, if something goes wrong, if she's out, you know, they're kind of they're much more vulnerable. Um, all right. So just so I am aware, who is actually going where? Um, so TJ is going to go check out, like, the perimeter of the, like, attack zone, look for tracks, 
Sure. Like clue, like broken branches, you know, stuff like that. Okay. Uh, okay. So you're kind of doing perimeter. Natalie is doing the actual location, and yeah. Garth is kind of running interference, in, interference just in case. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um. Well, let's do this. Okay. So you all head in sort of separate ways, right? Garth starts walking down the the towards like the sidewalk and towards the the house. Um, and uh, TJ kind of goes out further basically to kind of, you know, kind of start working towards the outside. No, okay, it's, it's, it's just like giant, open, land. Giant okay. open woods. Yeah. Sure. Um, and so by now, Natalie and TJ are both in the woods, but <coughs> Natalie is kind of making a more direct line and uh, TJ is kind of arching outwards. Um, so all three of you are currently like, if one of you were to shout, you probably could hear each other, but like, you're not exactly in a position where you would be able to see each other. Mm. Um, okay. So let's go with... Mm, no, okay. So, yeah, no, let, let, let's do that. So TJ, um, what what is your, you know, what, what is your plan of attack here? Like, how, how are you searching? Like, paint me a scene of TJ trying to do his best to track a person or cryptid or what have you. Oh, goodness. Okay. So I think- A lot of parkour, what, I imagine. The the way that this happens is TJ walks all the way to the attack zone with Natalie first, and then mm-hmm. picks a direction and walks about 10, 20 feet away uh, and realizes he has no idea what he's doing. Um, so <laughs> what I think what I think he starts doing- is uh, going back like about 10 feet from where the attack took place and literally as if he is mowing the lawn in circles, like in a spiral around uh, the area. Because I think this is the thing that he like, I don't know, like he's like literally eyes to the ground, like, walking around in circles, kind of spiraling outwards from this area. Sure. Okay. okay. Well, then let's do this. To me, this seems like... Um, hmm. So the problem is I feel like one of you will probably do an investigative mystery. One of you will probably do a read a bad situation. Um, I think I think this is more investigative. Well, no, there's... Isn't there another thing for this? I want to use the site. Oh, that's true. So I, I'll, I'll tell you what, then, if that's the case, then you can do either investigate a mystery or read a bad situation, whichever you think okay, holds the, whichever one has the more interesting questions to you <laughs> in this current situation. True, okay. true, true. Uh, all right. I think investigate a mystery makes actually the, the most sense. Okay. Um, because if if we're if we're in the fiction of TJ is tracking, uh, like where did it go, literally like where did it go and what was it going to do or what's being concealed here? Sure, are all very okay. literally like relevant to to this. Perfect. Right now. All right. Well, then roll plus sharp. Oh shit! That's a that's a fucking crit, my dude. That's double Excellent. sixes. Excellent. That's double sixes yes. plus okay. zero. Um, so you get to hold two. What are your two questions? Okay. Yeah. Um, 
let's go. Yeah, the first thing is let's do uh, what sort of creature is it? Uh, and then, yeah, let's start with what sort of creature is it? Sure. Even though TJ is not exactly aware of, you know, all the different creatures that are out there and whatnot, what TJ can gather from doing his little perimeter search is there seems to be three different tracks, right? Um, There seems to be um, some footsteps, like some general, like, you know, boots kind of thing. Um, And those are running from kind of like somewhere deeper within the forest. Obviously, you wouldn't be able to see where it's from necessarily, but you see a couple footprints going in the direction towards where the body was found. Um, okay. Not that far off from that, um, you happen to see another set of footprints that look more like bare feet, not like B-E-A-R, but like bear, like B-A-R-E, <laughs> uh, like bare feet, but like they do look different than, you, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to necessarily describe this in a way that TJ would understand. Um because they just look unnatural a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Like the, it looks like what a human foot probably should look like, but like there's something just off about it. It seems a little longer. It seems a little like like the toe area definitely seems to look different. I'm not talking like Bigfoot style, right? Like big. <laughs> right. Let me be clear. I, I want to make sure I'm not saying the wrong thing. It's just that they look like thinner and longer than usual and. It's almost like if a human foot and a paw print sort of like were mashed together in some sort of weird amalgamation. Okay. And then the last thing that you can see here um, for like that would kind of give you an idea of what sort of creature is it um, is there seems to be a lot of disturbed dirt um, and in, in it's not like there's not really many like footprints or anything like that. But what you can see is more of these kind of sharp lines um, that kind of start outward and then they kind of cut across and in uh, until they almost touch. Um, but they're they're not very deep. They're pretty they're pretty subtle. Um, but you know TJ, who's used to looking down the field and finding like you know a, a person threading the needle, <laughs> right? He can kind of his eyes are a little sharp. Like they're sharp enough to be able to pick up that there are. A couple spots nearby where there are these sort of like weird, it looks like, you know, something started like outwards and then reached in towards itself. Okay. And that's all that you could probably figure out from about what sort of creature it is based off of what you would find. Perfect. And what's your second question? My second question is, yeah, you know what? I think this is actually interesting because, well, no, I don't know. That doesn't, that doesn't get us anything. Uh, let's, let's do, let's, let's just go with the tracks and, and let's go with where did it go? Sure. So the boot prints do sort of end um, at, at, at some point and then uh, they sort of take off again in the direction of the house that Garth is at. Um, oh, Okay. And then there and the, are... And these footprints are going from the body. Right, from the... Uh, like, nearby the body. 
like not directly next to it, but like I would say probably within like maybe a five foot distance. um, There's a spot in which the boot prints kind of are looking towards where the body was. And then they sort of veer off towards the house. Um, And, uh, you know, and obviously like you could follow that if you want. Or the other thing that you can see now, the one that's like kind of like the large thing that reaches out and then reaches inwards, uh, that does disappear uh, uh, like around near where the body is. Um, but the weird footprints, um, they lead up to kind of like where you're at. And then what you realize is, is that one set of, of those weird footprints goes directly towards where the body was found. And then you can actually find a spot where there's more than one set of those types of footprints. Um, and one of them goes uh, a little bit further back into the woods in the opposite direction. Um, which one of them do you follow? Hmm. Um, yeah, let's, let's go. Oh, geez. So, okay. So I have prints, the normal footprints from, from near the body to the house. Uh, sets of the odd prints leading to the body. Uh, one set goes to the body. Another set goes deeper in the woods. Um, okay. Yeah, I guess I got to go deeper in the woods. Okay. Um, and so we see TJ following those footprints, and we'll come back to him in a second. Garth. Yes. Um, you arrive at the front door of the <laughs> Mullins family. Um, what's what's your situation? What are you about to do? Uh, Garth has no idea. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to go up and say that I work for an online news service uh and hopefully they won't ask which one and then uh yeah i work for but yeah you know i might honestly just say i work for buzzfeed um fuzzbead oh sorry fuzzbead um (laughs) and uh i'm my plan is just to distract them so natalie can be in the back um using her magics and such which i don't know how discreet they are um and see if I can divert their attention and also find out a little bit of information. Sure. Okay. So um, start us off then because you're you're the one approaching. Okay. Uh, as Garth is walking up, I send a fortnight to Natalie. Um, well, the, the, the little group chat thing. And I say, if you're going to use which things, make sure it's the discrete kind. And then I send it. And then... You sort of hear uh, a couple of different pitter patter like like different patterns rather of feet so you hear sort of like uh smaller footsteps right um kind of running around and then kind of some like jubilation if you will and then they run away from the door and then finally the door opens and there is a teenage boy uh standing in front of you and he goes um can can i can I help help you? Yeah. Hi. Uh, I'm 
uh, a, I'm, impor- I'm an important newsman, and I'm looking for Bill Mullins. Um, senior or junior? Uh, yes, to huh? to both. I'm looking for huh? all all the bills at this house. Sure. Well, um, I'm junior. I'm I'm a yes. Uh, my so, some of my family call me BJ, but I that's such not a good name. <laughs> Uh, so I just go by junior. Um, and, uh, yeah, my, my dad's, my dad's at work, man. Like it's, it's only three 30 in the afternoon. I, I, he's, he's, he's at work. Uh, okay. Well then, you know, this, this actually works out great. So, um, I, I work for, and that might've sounded very strange, but here's why Uh, that's, here's why that's great. I work for, uh, a, a website called Fuzzbead, which is a um, a smaller sister company to BuzzFeed, which I'm oh, sure. I love the Try Guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they eat the funny shapes and the ones yeah. from <laughs> the Philippines, and they're like, "Oh, it's so weird." Um, yeah, yeah, sometimes. If, uh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, so yeah, it's it's and and you know uh, I like them as well because it's important to uh, appreciate other cultures and we need so here's the thing i work for fuzzbeed it's a sister company for buzzfeed that specifically investigates um true crime and unsolved mysteries uh and unusual happenings and we were told um through some well i guess i found out rather um from the internet that there was something that happened here on your property uh that was a little bit unusual. Am I correct? Or do you mind if I ask you a few questions about it? Um, yeah. Can you give me just like one second? And he doesn't close the door all the way, but he does, um, kind of close it a little bit. And he goes, goes, Hey, Hey, Freddie, Freddie. Hey, uh, can you, can you do me a favor? And can you and Susie, uh, can you guys play in the, in the living room? And he's like, Okay, you got it, dude. That's fine. And he's like, uh, "All right, thanks." Um, yeah, just I, I got to talk to this guy for a second. I'll, I'll be I'll be right there. All right. Um, if you guys want juice boxes, they're they're in the fridge. Just um, just you know, uh, don't don't do anything dumb. All right. Juice right. boxes, yes. <laughs> juice boxes. I love juice boxes. Yes. Damn, Susie is aggressive. <laughs> Um, so he, he does sort of basically like step outside. He keeps the door kind of open a little bit so he can hear into the house if he needs to. And he's like, Hey, you know, um, I'm not really supposed to talk about what happened. Um, because, um, I, all right, look like, okay. Can I say something off the record? Uh, sure. Okay, so like this, you can't report about this because I I told you this is off the record, and if you use my next sentences, then I'm pretty sure that's entrapment. Though that might be what happens when a cop doesn't tell you. Anyway, my point is is um yeah. So um last night something did happen, and okay, uh my my old man didn't see it. He he just heard it, but when I don't know why. But like we came back and I felt like, I mean, he, he, he told the cops and they said that there was nothing to worry about so that we could go back home. But like, I wanted to know why he was so spooked. 
So I, I, I went back out there and um, I, I kind of wandered around for a little bit. By yourself? Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, um, you know, I, uh, I, I have, I have a, a, a taser. Um, I'm not really supposed to have them, but you know, Dad has a lot of like, you know, well, you know, it's it's, it's it's a free country, and you know, Dad's um, Dad and I don't necessarily see eye to eye on on weapons and stuff, but he has, he has some interesting little things here in the house. So we have we have kind of like a stun baton kind of thing, you know, and I took that out with me just in case, and I, I just. I don't know. You know, I'm I'm a teenager. I'm unbreakable. These things aren't like things aren't supposed to bad things aren't supposed to happen. And and so I, I went back there. I was like, you know, there's no way that something bad happened. I figured it's it's Halloween. Well, you know, the when we all celebrate Halloween, it's it's the last Friday of the month. You, you know what I mean? And so Yeah, I, it I seems figured, like a weird and it, it, continue. Well, please. you know, when Halloween falls on a school night, you know, you don't want the kids to stay out late. So you know, we I, I went out there and I thought, you know, I'm just gonna find some classmates smoking weed or something, you know, and just kids goofing off. I, I, I honestly I expected to really run into friends and um I dude, there was there was a there was a body back there, man. Uh oh my god. Like a like a human like a human bot like um vertical vertical or horizontal what what do you mean vertical standing like on the standing up and ready to no okay so the probably the like the the bad one oh dude it was it was real bad most of his body wasn't there okay which so most as in like most basically his legs were all that was left my man okay well yuck uh, yeah off, but off listen, the record listen, hey my my parents don't know that i saw that stuff so like seriously you can't like if you're gonna quote me or something you gotta keep me anonymous or something like i can't i can't have my family know that i broke the rules and snuck out well this is all off this is all off the record uh, as well so this is yeah i can't use any of it but i can i can't promise that i can't or that i won't remember it but i won't use it that makes sense right i guess that's kind of a weird thing for a reporter to say yeah right? well that's what you you have to you learn cool phrase like um helpful phrases and phrases that make you more transparent um when you go to um reporting school um the one that i <laughs> went to so you went back there and you saw the body missing most of the the body did you notice anything else anything i mean i guess other than a body missing most of itself um no i i guess really the only thing that was really the thing that made me come back i mean other than just seeing a dead body which is pretty pretty randy dude um but i i heard something in the woods and i'm pretty sure i saw someone else out there and we kind of like i mean i couldn't see their eyes but we definitely both saw each other and we both took off in opposite directions um and yeah i he he was a big guy though okay do you think uh, hey do you think that was the guy who did it well i mean Maybe the person thought the same thing about you. 
And now we are with Natalie. Um, Natalie, you are at the site. Um, TJ has kind of started to wander back further. He's found some sort of footprints, and he's he's following them. Um, you can hear him kind of getting a little bit further away. And you are in the clearing. You are standing right in front of the spot in which the body was found. There is mm-hmm. still some blood there. Uh, but other than that, um, and like a couple of footprints, there's nothing else that you can see. So you said you would like to use the site, correct? Yes. And, um, do you have to roll for that, or do you just no, use it? No, okay. I can just use it. Um, okay. So since getting Garth's message, uh, she kind of, she just, she shakes her head a little bit. It's like, how can she hide her magic? And then she thinks, oh, you know what? I, I'm going to wear my sunglasses so you can't really see my eyes. Because that's when this, when her eyes are really what glow right. during the sight. Whereas, like, if she's using, like, if she's fighting with right, her hands. Right. So she puts her sunglasses on and starts using the sight. Um, and so I think the way we described it before is like everything's sort of black and white. It's like black and like outlines of things are mm-hmm. white, so like like a drawing or something, right? Um, on a chalkboard or something. Like, like an that. inverse of the aha take on me. Music that's video. exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Um. So that's um. So that's what she does, and she um, she just sort of starts to observe the sure. like the grass where the body was. Sure. So. What you see is kind of like interesting. Like the blood, the blood looks different. Like when you look at it like normally, right, it does look like human blood. Um, But for whatever reason, using the sight, the blood looks much brighter. It's almost like when you... Is it a color? Because like when there's people with like aura or they have magic powers or something, then there's like some sort of color emanating. There is is an an energy emanating from it. Although it's not something... It's not like a similar type of energy that you've noticed before. Like it's not the type of energy Like in Lucy and John. Right. It's not like the energy that was around Lucy or John. This has almost kind of an unnatural feeling to it. Um, It kind of glows and it a... um, like a bluish green, but it, but it's like dark. Oh, okay. You so know, not like, like mine. <laughs> no, no, no. Not like your eyes or anything like that. But it's like dark blue with like some kind of, not necessarily swirls. There is some green in there, right? Oh. And like, it's like a thing where it's almost like it's pulsating and it's like, it's blue, oh. but like, then it kind of turns green for a second and then it's back So like blue. radiating in a way. Yeah, it's kind of, ra- you know what? That's actually a perfect term. It's kind of radiating. Um, and that is not something you have ever noticed before. Um, you can actually also see nearby um, that I guess some, you know, somehow the people who are doing the, like the evidence bags and stuff mm-hmm. missed. Um, there is actually something else that is showing up that, sh- you know, kind of like really shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a kind of clump of hair, um, but not like hair that you would find on someone's head mm-hmm. and not pubes. All right. No one, <laughs> no one be gross about it. All right. Um to the point where it's kind of like what you noticed in the picture. It almost looks like fur. It's kind of, you know, it's like really thick um, and it has a little bit of blood in it. It's kind of matted, but um, but not much. It's it's mostly just like, it's almost like something somehow snipped it or something or during the struggle, some, some tough got pulled out and, you know, thrown to the side a little bit. And it doesn't necessarily have an unnatural glow. It's just you kind of are drawn to it. There could be something else, but I want to ask, where else do you look? Because um, I shouldn't so, just give everything. No, right? yeah, so I see smart. TJ mm-hmm. walking. Uh, which path did he take again? 
he's going back further into the woods. Um, so actually, probably by now, uh, once again, like not crazy far, but like the trees are just thick enough where it's like you can hear him moving around. Yeah. But you can't see him right now. Okay. But he he went back kind of like a little bit behind you. Okay. Um, I'm gonna follow the path. Which one? The one that he's on? The one that he's not on. Okay. You the say there's there's okay, like three. Sure. Right, right. So basically, the other one is the one that's sort of like leading back towards the house. Which, yes. Because you obviously have not met Bill Junior. Yeah. Um, you did not know that it's, you know, um, yeah. taking you back to their house. Yes. So with that being said, there's nothing else that you would necessarily see with the site, but I you can leave it out or on or whatever, because <laughs> uh, at that moment you're kind of halfway between the site and the house and you're following these footsteps intently um you are sort of now at the epicenter if you will of the furthest like of the distance where tj and you're kind of like equal distance rather between tj and garth right now okay and that's when you feel your phone buzz and you pull it out and what name did you save victoria under abigail and you feel your phone buzz and it is from abigail and she says, uh, just simply, it's one simple text. And she says, oh, hey, um, I'm sure that this probably goes without saying, but um, just make sure that whatever you do, don't go off on your own. Hey y'all, I'm Jet. I'm Becca. And I'm Kenna. We're from Evenfell. We're six experienced role players and storytellers bringing you an actual play D&D podcast that's set in a star system we've collaboratively built. Full of mystery and weirdness, follow characters through the ages as they navigate intrigue and a rediscovered past around the moons of Tempest. You can catch us wherever podcasts are found or go to evenfell.com for more details. Episodes release every other Tuesday. Join us in our corner of Realm Space. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.